When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey everybody, this is Ryan Mallory, and today we're going to go over some more charts. We're going to go figure out what this market's doing, it's sitting at all-time highs, and what we can expect from it going forward. And I'm going to go through a lot of different uh, charts with you guys today, the ones that are trending, the ones that people are talking about, and the ones that are simply uh, good trades and some that I actually am trading. So this is actually a reason why I use stop losses because, you know, the stock's following this trend line very nicely. It's going up, up, and up. And then all of a sudden it just breaks breaks through the trend line on Monday. And so when it breaks through it, it, it takes out key moving averages. It takes out the trend line. It makes a lower uh, low. There's no reason to get out of it. So I actually got out of this thing at for like a 1.7% profit. Had I not done that, if I was still holding on to it today, I'd be deep into the red. So those stop losses, they do matter. Now on the flip side, I got a little bit spooked by the market's behavior on Monday when it opened up at the highs and it started fading for most of the day and it wasn't really balancing. So I started locking profits in some other names, two of which I still wish I had. First of them being TTWO. You can see this one. Yeah, it's not making an aggressive move higher, as you can see by these candles where it's given up days intra or gains on the intraday basis. However, it's still a pretty solid trend line. It's still holding to it. I probably should have been a bit more patient with this particular trade. Um, I do think that in the in the short term, it'll probably see a pullback to the 113, 114 area. Then the other one's NFLX. And this one is just, oh, it's kind of irritated me all year long. I've actually traded it fine from a gain standpoint. I've made profits off of it. But I'm not holding on to it as long as I have or should be. Um, still a good solid trend line in place. Pushing higher today with that 1.4% move higher. I got out on this candle here. Um, again, I was trying to protect some profits and make sure that the market didn't fade from and find myself as a bag holder, basically, as the market was giving up its its gains that day. Um, but yeah, you can see it, it, it started to fade a little bit. I went ahead and got out. So it's about six, seven bucks higher than, than where I got out at. But overall, it's, it's still a pretty healthy chart. If I was in it, I'd still be, be uh, uh, just, you know, optimistic about it going forward, but should have been a little bit more patient with it. Now, this trade that I do have in the portfolio now, ServiceNow, this thing is uh, done done great. I'm up about 5% on it so far. Just got into it uh, two days ago. So this was the stock that I got into to start my week um, right here on the 1st. And, you know, right now I'm looking forward to go to 300. I think it'll get there. It has support at the 50-day moving average, but I still want to move up my stop a little bit more aggressively than that. But... The five-day moving average will be a key going forward to see how well it holds that. If it starts to break below it, I might go ahead and aggressively book my gains in that trade. 
also added Facebook. I did another trade too, but it's kind of in the early going, so I'm not going to focus too much on that one right now. Uh, but Facebook breaking out, this is the one I've been looking for, uh, for a long time to happen. Going back to August, it had this resistance level that it formed and it struggled with it earlier this week and in the, uh, back in, in June, but now we're breaking out. Now I think it's probably going to see these highs at some point here in the near future that were established back in, uh, late July so on the 25th. So that would be like 217. I definitely think that that's a, uh, a strong possibility for the stock. Uh, Apple. It's got a it's got a trend line in place, not as well or clearly defined as what you might see in some of the other ones, but you have this consolidation here over the you know for about a week or so uh, heading into this week, and now three days now we're pushing higher, and this is another one. I think it's probably going to go see two fifteen before you before uh, too long, and then how long it takes to get back to these all time highs? I don't know. I don't see that happening anytime soon, but it could happen by the end of the year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Google, check this one out. A little bit of a cup and handle price action there. Uh, you could even say that you have a dilapidated inverse head and shoulders pattern. If you just go back from this gap down and just form a line right there, you have a right shoulder head or a left shoulder head, right shoulder breaking out, but you've got resistance at the, the 50 and at the 200 day moving average. I wouldn't really be touching it. Let's go talk about what people are really talking about. And that's this beyond meat thing, right? First of all, I'm not going to touch their product. I don't. I don't eat anything that says it's meat, but it's not meat. But I have no room for that. Um, and it's probably why I kind of question the the legitimacy behind this stock. I just can't understand people eating non-burger burgers. Uh, any case, 20-day moving average is trying to hold up on it. You can see there's a little bit of weakness over the last four days. It's not really moving up with the market today at all. But um, you know, I, I would expect going forward that the, the dip is still going to keep getting bought up on this one. Where you should get concerned with is if these lows from uh, the 24th gets broken. The 24th and 25th, if they break, then I think that you may see a potential gap fill here to the uh, beginning of June. Otherwise, I think it's holding up pretty good. Now, there's there's some other talk. You know, Kellogg's, I guess, they have some kind of uh, non-vegetable burger coming out. And it's like the new cryptocurrency, I guess, right? People, companies that were struggling or that weren't doing well, they would come out with these uh, press press releases saying, oh, we got, uh, we're going to go do cryptocurrency. We're going to start mining for it. And their stock price would shoot like 60, 70% up in the air. Maybe that's what people are doing now with, with non-vegetarian or non-burger. I don't even know how you say it, quite honestly. Burgers that aren't really burgers. Um, Kellogg's is doing that. Kellogg's... Uh, I guess they have a product that got praised today by some outfit. It goes up 6%. You don't usually see 6% moves in this kind of stock. But look, stock's been struggling for a long time. They had to do something, right? Um, then you got this other one. And somebody asked me the other day, or actually yesterday, about this RIBT. Um, I don't really know anything about it, quite honestly. Uh, from a Apparently, they have like a rice burger now that they're, they're going to be coming out. I don't even know if that's true or not. Um if I'm even saying it correctly, but 
you can see it broke out today. So, you know, it gets out of this $3 level and it's heading to the 319. I don't really even like stocks that are trading below $10, quite honestly. Definitely don't really like stocks below $5. But for those who are interested in some stocks that might go up because of this whole phenom behind Beyond Meat, this could be a play here that, that really hasn't quite moved that much yet. Um, you have an inverse head and shoulders pattern here, which I do like. That's bullish. It's breaking out above resistance. I do like that. It's cleared the 200-day moving average. So there's a lot to like about this. Um, you got some volume that's been pouring in the last few days. So that's something to be excited about. But remember, this is this is 233,000 shares being traded on a $3 stock. So you're still not talking about a lot of money flowing into this company. All right, enough with these uh, vegetarian stuff. Let's go to some weed. Canopy Growth Corporation. A lot of people talking about this one, you know, still a lot of people are big on the um, medicinal marijuana and stuff like that. This one's at the precipice of, of really breaking down. And so far, it's trying to save itself with these um, uh, buy the dip mentality. You can tell every time it gets to this area here around um, 3980, 3990, it gets bought up. So, again, it gaps down gets immediately bought up and now it's trying to uh, push through some of these moving averages, which I don't know. I, I'm not a really big fan of this stock uh, I, or, or this chart. I just don't don't think that there's really a clear trading edge that's that's worth taking on with this company. Uh, move on to Tesla and, you know, they, they've had a good opening today, up 5%. Still a downward trend line, man. I, I how are you going to justify that that's bullish? It's literally still in a downward trend. So I can't see any reason why why you should go long on this stock. It's still butting its head up against this declining trend line. It's not breaking, up, breaking above it. And yes, 5% is nice. But at what point do you say, okay, I'm going to give up on this thing. you got a, a CEO who's talented as can be. But the guy is doing things all the time that's sabotaging this, you know, the, the stock price. And you never know. Is he going to smoke a doobie? Is he going to uh, talk about taking it private at 420? I don't know. I mean, private at 420, I mean, the thing's trading at 230 now. So uh, that was kind of a pie-in-the-sky dream back in the day. And EA. You know, if you have to choose between, between Take 2 and EA, I would choose Take 2. I mean, the stock charts are... Uh, quite drastically different. I mean, EA struggling and uh, today it's down 4.6%. Um, I don't see any reason why you'd want to be long on EA over take two. So between those two, take two. Amron, if you're into the biotechs, that's great. I'm not, I'll trade biotechs, but it needs to be um, like an index ETF. I'm not going to go put my hopes in one of these uh, biotech stocks and uh, hope that they don't burn me because of some FDA decision gone wrong or a, or a political tweet that says let's reduce prescription health care costs or whatever. I don't want to be affected by that dr drastically. So I don't trade the individual biotech stocks. But AMRN, you can see it's having a nice couple days here. It's getting some volume coming in. But again, it's range bound. There's It's not going anywhere. It's still... Um, it's still stuck in the same range going all the way back to October. So can't really do much with that one. And finally, we'll wrap up with Amazon. Check this thing out. It's breaking above, you know, some key resistance here. It looks pretty, pretty solid. It's very similar to, the, you know, the Facebook breakout. So I do have 
a belief that this thing could see 2000 easily within the next uh, couple weeks if the market holds up. Either way, that's going to be it today. I appreciate you guys listening. If you guys have any questions, feel free to email me, um, ryan at shareplanner.com. It's 4th of July, so I'm kind of doing a uh, combined podcast YouTube video here because uh, there's just not a lot of time this week to get both of them in. And it's hot as balls in Florida. It's, I mean, that's why I'm wearing the white t-shirt now, and it's hot. And I'm kind of in a vacation mindset right now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to... Uh, hit the uh, one and a half day holiday that the wall street decides to afford us take care god bless thanks for listening to this week's podcast of swing trading with ryan mallory i'd like to encourage you to join me in the share planner splash zone where i navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world with your membership you'll get a seven-day trial access to my trading room and text and email alerts So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you and God bless.